When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Merry Christmas, everybody. So uh, let's see. Oh, Michelle Smallman would normally join us on this day. Michelle Smallman from Unsportsmanlike. Has she already hit the road for Christmas? She said, goodbye. Goodbye, Evan. Goodbye, hey, Canty. I'm by the way, rolling. NFL Live's on ESPN right now. Yes. And they all pick the game tonight. Oh, God. Laura Rutledge, Dan Orlovsky, and Ryan Clark have all picked the Rams. Marcus Spears, who's from Louisiana, is picking the Saints. Damn you, Marcus Spears. So three out of four picking the Rams. Yeah, I feel good about tonight. And if you're too. just tuning in, the officially – well, it's not official. We think Shohei Otani is going to be – oh, you have something on that, Bergman? So I – We originally said Shohei Otani and, and Yoshinobu Yamamoto were – Reportedly going to be at the reportedly, game. Reportedly, always reportedly, John Heyman, who is a big liar, oh, God. says that he's not going to be oh. there. So that tells me he will be there. Right. John Heyman's always wrong. <laughs> always wrong. Yet so, he still is viewed as an insider by some. I don't know who actually believes Do you him. trust a guy, John, once he gets one wrong? Oh, I think we lost John How there for a second. How about if he gets more than one wrong? Like, he gets a lot wrong. Yeah, that's, that's Heyman. There's Plenty that he gets wrong. Okay, and so Ireland's in Minneapolis. We're so who, reconnecting. What, who to brings him. Michelle Smallman to us when when she? Oh, when Michelle Smallman's on the show and we do our uh, betting. Uh, it's all brought to you by Prize Picks, the largest and number one daily fantasy sports platform in North America. New members go to PrizePicks.com/slash seven ten. Use code seven ten for a first deposit deposit match up to one hundred dollars. Prize Picks daily fantasy sports made easy. So oh. Heyman says he's not going to be there, and then Ken Rosenthal. Says he will not be. Okay, there. that's done. Shohei might be there, but Yamamoto won't be. Well, if Yamamoto went, it would send a weird message, wouldn't it? It would send the message that, hey, I'm going to be a Dodger. Right. So, so I, he's I, probably not I there see yet. Why? He, if, if I was his agent, I'd say, hey, you might want to wait until after you sign to go to a game. But I'll tell you what, the place will go nuts when they cut away to Otani. They, I, I mean, he is such a an amazing superstar in L.A. Sport. By the way, he was named the AP Sports Athlete of the Year, the number one sports athlete of the year. Is there anybody else that should have been in that conversation? Hmm. Number one sports athlete of 2023. Shohei yeah. Otani. They, they named Shohei Otani. Yeah, you, I, nobody, nobody else is as big of a star as he is. That's a, that's a good choice. Because Sportsman I mean, of Mahomes, the Year maybe? went to Deion Sanders. For yeah, Sports Illustrated. That. But that was written by a bot. But he wasn't playing the sport. <laughs> I will never forget that, by the way. Sports Illustrated, dead to me. Uh, two o'clock call of the day. Let's go to Jay. Uh, Jay in L.A., you're on 710. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Okay, so I'm watching the Laker game last night, and I'm noticing their defense, okay? This team was built on defense. It seems that before, when the ball gets shot, they know they're going to shoot a three-pointer. They don't. They don't set up to get a rebound. They're already running downfield to get in the defensive posture. How's that working out for them? Not very well. So why not have a couple of guys stay there and at least try to get a rebound, you know? 
Well, yeah. they were out-rebounded 48-40. to 40, And to your point about the threes, Mace, in Vegas, they were running people off the three-point line. Right. And doing a really good job defending the three. They have gotten away from that. Uh, completely. They need, to, they need to adjust and get out on some of these three-point shooters. They, last night, Chicago shot 53% from three. Yeah. I mean, uh, and, and in in this league, it's now a three point league. So that's that's at the top of the list on on the things that. Need and to teams improve. are uh, averaging eighteen threes per game against them in the last five, and they're allowing forty five percent shooting percentage from uh, three. And by the way, the transition defense is terrible. Like they're a step slower than everybody on transition defense. I think Jim Mora, not not the old UCLA coach, but the old Saints and Cold. Yeah, that guy. Um, I used to do a, a radio show with Jim, and he said, "If you give me the stat sheet." from an NFL game, I only need to look at one line, turnovers. Mm-hmm. You know what? In the NBA, I'm now be, be starting to believe that if you give me a stat sheet and I look at one line, who shot better from three, who made more of them, and who shot for a higher percentage, that team almost always wins. Yeah. That's how important the three is now. And the Lakers need – and they, you know, we know they can play elite defense because we saw it in the tournament. Sure. So they just got to get back to it's it. It's there. Yeah. All right, uh, Laura, give me my sound machine, too. Uh, there we go. Uh, let's. Uh, I want to ask you, John, because we had that uh, Russo list of things he hates for Christmas. What, what do you hate about Christmas? No, I, I like Christmas. Is there a thing that happens during the holiday season that you hate? That I hate. I got one. What, what, what is what it? Your... Downstairs at my, my manager's apartment, every year he puts up the Santa, and it makes noise through the entire night. Uh, he doesn't annoying. turn it off. So that I hate. Yeah, that's But I love him. He's an amazing human being. But that Santa that sits there, I want to take it, rip it apart, and throw it in the street. See, some of the things that people hate, I actually love. Like, for example, I love fruitcake. I think fruitcake is absolutely the the most delicious thing. I sign me up. Anybody that wants a bit, right? No, no. Anybody that gets fruitcake during the holidays and you don't want to eat it, deliver it to the station. I'm all in. The other thing I love is uh, Juan's mom makes eggnog um, with no eggnog in it. It's basically brandy with brandy, triple sec, and melted vanilla ice cream. That's her nog. I'm like, yeah, sure. Booze. Sign me up. Sounds fine. Yeah. <laughs> That's I think I think Ireland would like that. You would like that, right? That's a Booze. Like brandy. What? Eggnog? Yeah. yeah. No. Do you like brandy sure, just in general? The uh the one thing that I hate is opening gifts. I'm not I don't like opening gifts. I'm not yeah, I definitely do like giving them more than I like getting them. Love giving gifts. Yeah. yeah. But but don't like getting them uh all right so this is sort of on the in the spirit of uh, bergman and his trips to the uh, massage parlor what else do you call it a uh, massage place a, mas- a massage place or you're, going, or you're going to a masseuse yeah you're going to a, a masseuse. masseuse okay i can say masseuse, but masseuse if you say masseur. massage parlor i have visions of like back rooms with the Man, door locked that's robert Kraft in a you dirty room in florida no that's everybody but uh, you <laughs> yeah. go ahead and keep saying massage parlor i need you, a long you, bench keep that too. in your in your vernacular so i've been sitting on this story for a while i'm trying to clear some stuff out john so meredith whitney do you know who that is I do not. She's called the Oracle of Wall Street. Okay. Uh, she's like a big Wall Street predictor lady thing. Uh, and uh, she says that one of the reasons men are not having sex is sports betting and fantasy football. This is what she says. We all assume that what's driving growth and spending 
Uh, but they actually called out the fastest growing leisure spend in fantasy sports and online betting. In other words, more people fantasy sports, more people online betting. The negative impact is, and this is again her, I paralleled that, paralleled that with a dovetail that with Pew Research, 63% of young men are single. Okay, uh, That's the highest it's ever been. And 50% of those young men have no interest in dating, not even casually. And 30% of young men said they have not had sex in over a year and don't seem to care. Now, does it make sense that guys are not having sex because of fantasy sports and online betting? No, but I have a different theory. Okay. Tell me if you agree with it. Got it. Remember when you and I were growing up? Mm Mm-hmm. We didn't see a lot of porn. Like, occasionally, one of your friends would get, like, a Playboy magazine that he would steal from his dad. Most people had one tucked between their mattress and their bed. Yeah, or you'd, like, go to a bachelor party and somebody would, would, would have a videotape. But yep. you didn't, it wasn't all around every day. With the advent of the internet, it's around all the time. Right. And I think for guys, young men that she's talking about in that survey, all they're doing is watching that. And so they don't feel like they need to actually go out and talk to a woman and because they and, and, and by the way, it gives a completely distorted reality. Of course, it does. of what a relationship with a woman is like. Yeah. And by um, the way, these young guys and I think it makes are, it hard on the girls. This 30 percent of young men who say they've not had sex in over a year and don't seem to. Dude, you're totally missing out, man. You're missing out a lot. <laughs> right. <laughs> but also, but wonder, it's the fun like, part of life. Yeah. Let's, let's I, and, be honest. Yeah, Sorry, being ahead, honest. Go ahead. No, no, I, I just, do you guys buy that? I think that has more to do with it than I, fantasy I football. I think there's no question that has something to do with it, yeah. I absolutely believe that's more of it. It's fantasy football, that's nonsense. No one's not having sex because they're playing fantasy football. No, that's, that's the the, yeah. the, Mer- the Oracle I mean, of Wall Street. fantasy was around for 40 years. Yeah. We were having sex 20 years ago. It's all Matthew Barry's fault. Yeah. <laughs> Damn you, Matthew Barry. How Nobody's dare having you. sex. Laura, what do you think? I mean... Yeah, I, I kind of see that. I see that point. I I know people that are playing fantasy football and are getting laid really regularly. So I, I don't. <laughs> wait, can I say that word? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Laid. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was just saying, you know. Yeah, that's so I'm great. Like, I don't. I think that it's more of the ease of what you have in front of your screen, right? Versus, oh, I got to put a little bit of work to talk to a girl. Correct. You know. So, but it's also going back to John's point. It really messes up what you believe a relationship is and when you're in bed finally with a girl it's like mm, Wait, it doesn't but, work that but, way but why like who is watching these things and saying this is what it's supposed to be like well this is what you're people? supposed to do yeah most young great people. i think mean, most teenagers we're older, man we're older it's different for us yeah most teenagers and most guys in their 20s i think uh i think pornhub is a regular stop i've never oh, heard of I mean. it what is this pornhub you speak of <laughs> what, do you, what do you do on this site is there yeah, things that you're supposed to know what that is watching. it's a hub of of some kind. Yes, exactly. But I think it's, it, I think everybody watches it now too. I think it's male, female. I don't know. And I, it, no. and I had this conversation no, no, with no. Sue Klinsky, uh, mm-hmm. who but, I do on my with I have on my podcast. I, she who is, says who is, Sue is happily watch. married to a good dude. Never looked at porn in her life and claims that never? She, she doesn't believe her husband looks at porn. Oh. I'm like Sue. No. Sue. No. I'm sorry to report. Tom <laughs> is watching porn when you're not around. But ah. women watch it too, and so it's the same. Not kind as of much thing. as men. No. No, no, of course, not as much as men. But at the same time, they have the same what men are supposed to be doing. That is, a, it's the same thing. Both it goes both ways. Yeah, it does. no, it definitely does. Although, yeah, Laura, there? you're in agreement, right? Well, I mean, to me, I'm not going to say I've never watched it. Of course, I have. Yeah. 
But I am not the biggest fan mm-hmm. because for me, it's like, I don't want to see what I can potentially be doing. I just want to do it. Right. So that's, right. that's like my mindset. So that's why I'm like, eh. I get that. Not my thing. Yeah. Apparently the kids don't. No, the kids don't. The kids are not having sex. All right. Uh, let me uh, let, let me switch here. John, yesterday, the Wall Street Journal uh, wrote an article about Sean McVay and the Rams. Did you happen to see it? I think we lost John for a moment there. Uh, one of the things that came up yesterday was this Wall Street Journal piece about Sean McVay and the Rams, and especially with the Rams about to play the Narland Saints tonight in what is essentially a playoff game. Uh, I think it is important for Rams fans to acknowledge that we are very, very lucky because we've got an unbelievably uh, successful organization, whether that that's McVeigh, that's Les Snead, that's Kevin Demoff. And Ireland, I think you're back there. There was a Wall yep. Street Journal piece yesterday. And uh, one of the emphasis is emphasis points of emphasis points of emphasis uh, is that McVeigh has returned to his roots as a teacher working with a younger group of players and allowing them to build from the ground up by instilling the basics in a greener set of players. Here's one thing he's done. He's ramped up the speed of practices this year to get his young players more snaps and also because there are fewer aging players who need days off. So practices are much more active. And Kevin Demoff uh, says in this article that this year has changed the narrative from a team that's top-heavy and stars to this is a group that drafts and develops. The goal of this year was if you feel your window is closing, how do you open your window for as long as possible? And Demoff adds, I think this window is opening rather than closing. It's hard to argue with that. Yeah, here's there's I just read a tweet from a guy named Doug Clawson, who's a researcher for CBS Sports. Cool. Here's what he writes. Here's why the Rams are dangerous. Stafford, Kyron Williams, Cooper Cup, and Pukunakua have all been on the field for 69% of the Rams' snaps in the last four games. In that span, the Rams have averaged 33 points a game, 30 against the Browns and Ravens, each wow. two of the best defenses football. Stafford leads the NFL in pass touchdowns with 12. Williams leads the NFL in rushing 497 yards and four games. So they're they're peaking. You know, every year we talk about how you know teams get hot at the right time. Yep. The Rams are are getting hot at exactly the right time, which is by the way why I think they're going to win tonight. Yeah, I mean, they've I, won four out of five. I I think they continue rolling tonight, and they roll at the Giants in the last week. If San Francisco has clinched, I think the Rams have every chance of being 10-7, and seven, which is astounding for them to be 10. And a year when a few weeks back people were saying, oh, tank, just tank for Caleb – Pulled completely out of that tailspin and back in. And by the way, Rams fans make a lot of noise when they show Shohei Otani on the screen tonight. Because <laughs> um, he's recruiting Yamamoto for us. Although, I don't, Ireland, we talked about this yesterday. I don't think the, the uh, Dodgers should sign Yamamoto. I think you're in agreement. No, I'm not in agreement. Why wouldn't they? Would you do a 10-year, $300 million contract for a no, starting never, pitcher from Japan? No, he's never pitched a game in the major leagues. I give him five years. That's But there, he's going to get 10. Do you go to 10? Nope, I'm out. See, I don't either. Bergman, you do. I say yes, absolutely. You need starting pitching for this next year, and you need to have a 
guys on your starting rotation that are you going realize to win there's a now. chance that his game won't translate every year there when when japanese pitchers come over here we always hear this is the next guy who is that guy mason went to the mets who threw the ghost ball he, and everybody, he had a fantastic year yeah. right but every i mean he struck out him t- would you give him 10 years no but this guy took that guy to school in, in Japanese baseball. The, the right. guy that came over from the Mets, who had an ERA of like three and change, um, and and just a ton of strikeouts, he's like a secondary guy in Japanese baseball. Yamamoto is the ace. He's their Garrett right. Cole. I would never give a pitcher 10 years. I wouldn't I either. You know, the one reason I, I'm okay giving it to Otani is he's also your best hitter. Right. But, you know, if he was just a pitcher, I wouldn't give him 10. Yeah, I think he's going to go elsewhere. Don't you, Bergman? I think he goes to the Yankees. I think he goes to the Yankees yeah. also. Yeah. And I, I would I would absolutely try and get him, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm all in. There's no way. You're all in going 10 years, yep. $300 million. Oh, yep. That's nuts. For a starting pitcher. If you get five, six good years out of him when you win a couple championships, if. it's well, it's of course, well, it's the same thing with no, no, it's different. Six, it's different no, it's if not. you trade for Shane Bieber or you trade no, no, for Ohtani. Dylan Cease we got or Otani for seven hundred million. That's th- fine, but he does what both. If it doesn't work, if, he does if, both. If, he hits. Yeah, but he's not doing hitting both is right very now. reliable. It's more reliable. Yeah, right. But Greg, you want him as much as a hitter, if not more than no, as no. A pitcher. I, he's, the pitcher's I, like a bonus. Yeah, but this is also three hundred million dollars. It's not as much. It comes out to like what ten, twenty, like three hundred thirty year, twenty five to thirty yeah. year because it's seven to ten years. Yeah, it's yep. the asking. length of the deal fine. that, that I'm is fine with troublesome. it. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. Don't totally do it. Fine with Don't it. do it, Andrew. Do it. All right. Uh, it. Coming up next, professional athletes have finely tuned bodies, but. You won't believe what one NBA star eats before every game. That is coming up next for you. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN. All right. Mirror Audio Video has been serving L.A. sports fans for more than 40 years. Why? Isaac and Roy and the team at Mirror can deliver for you products and services that others just don't offer. Cutting-edge home animation from Crestron, Lutron, and Control 4. Better, faster Wi-Fi, especially on a rainy day like today. You can get it at Mirror. Plus, we can't stress this enough. World-class customer service. When you call one of those big companies and they throw you into phone jail, not going to happen at Mirror. You call and Isaac or Roy picks up the phone and just like that, you're taken care of. So do like we do. Call Mirror Audio Video today. 310-234-4010. That's 310-234-4010. Tell them Mason and Ireland sent you. They'll hook you up for sure. That's Mirror Audio Video in Westwood. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
Oh, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Ireland, join in. Whose yeah. version is this? Frost nipping at your nose. Whose version is it, Is Laura? this Johnny Mathis or Nat King Cole? I want to say this Nat King Cole. Being I think I'm... sung by a Mace, choir. who is this? Is this Johnny Mathis or I Nat King Cole? I think this is Nat King Cole. Yeah. Eskimos. Laura, you take the next line. Oh, I can't. I don't say Everybody, Everybody knows. knows. A turkey and some, and some mistletoe. mistletoe. Bergman, you take this line. Oh, Hanukkah. Oh, Hanukkah. <laughs> <laughs> that that line, you were riffing on that. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know the words. Thanks. Sorry. This is my favorite Christmas song. This is my favorite regular Christmas song. So good. My favorite religious Christmas song is Oh, Holy Night. Oh, yeah, Holy yeah, Night. that's, that's a great That's a great song. one. Like mid, I'm not going to Midnight Mass this year, right. but Midnight hey, Mace, Mass, Oh, Holy Night. This is from ESPN Bet. Hey, ESPN Bet. With the wind tonight. Yep. The Rams have a 78% chance to make the playoffs. That's what I'm talking about. With a loss, it drops to 16%. Well, here's what I would say to ESPN bet and their analytics and percentages and whatnot. The reality is that if San Francisco has it locked up at the end of the year, they could get that ninth win against San Francisco. I'd rather not try to get it on the road at San Francisco, but San Francisco probably is going to call the dogs off because they've already locked in a spot in the playoffs. Yeah, well, so that's, that's a winnable Mc, game. That's what Sean McVay always did when they were like the, sure. the top of the division. So yeah. I'm, I'm assuming McVay and Kyle Shanahan are pretty good friends. I'm assuming he would do the same. Now, is your mom, does, does Myrna make anything? Is there like a traditional Ireland holiday dish that Myrna not, makes? Not that she makes every year. She always brings something, but it's different every year. What is does? What about a, a traditional holiday dish that your wife Lisa makes? No, we don't have, I mean... I, I've worked the last 28 Christmas days, including right. this year. Sure. So I'm normally, we don't do a lot of eating. Yeah. See, uh, my mom makes a couple of really good things. She makes, have you ever had Pizzelles? Pizzelles? I don't even know what they are. Same. Italian cookie. Um, it's like a, a wa- you use a waffle iron mm-hmm. and you make sort of a, it's a waffly looking flat, cookie, really flat, flat cookie with like the ridges. Oh, so good. And then my mom also, and I don't know if she's doing it this year, she makes stuffed calamari, which is Ooh. absolutely delicious. That's the dish that my grandmother used to always make for Christmas. So I, I doubt my mom has done it, but that's the other thing that she makes that is so damn good. Uh, John, you work with a bunch of finely tuned athletes. Yes, I do. And one of them- Michael Thompson. That you used to work Yeah, Michael Thompson. One of them that you used to work with was uh, Josh Hart. Great guy. And Josh Hart, you sent the story along today. Apparently, and you think of athletes as you know eating, you know, egg whites and brown rice and chicken breast. Um, Josh Hart eats a bag of candy before every game. A, a bag, bag of, of Mike and Ike. Mike and Ike, like which is basically straight sugar. So does that? First of all, I would I would say probably not. Well, no, probably that's extreme. But if you're going to burn that many calories in a basketball game, you can probably eat a bag of candy beforehand, right? Right. Well, yeah. Plus, Josh Hart, I don't even know if he's 30. You know, he's got the metabolism to run all that. Uh, like if, I did, if I did that, I'd be a fat bastard. Me too. I would that. be a fat bastard. He also, also doesn't have good food takes in general. So, Like, what's his other, what other food takes? He doesn't like in and out. What? Oh, my God. Yeah. He's dead to us. Seriously. <laughs> he left LA and was like, okay, fine, you. you can go. Yeah, that is terrible. Although he is one of those guys, John, that 
It just he was a ten to fifteen year veteran that's just a good winning player. Yeah. I like Josh Hart. Yeah, I always have. He's he's a really good dude. Um, but uh, I I I think if you ate a bag of candy every day and he was, you know, thirty eight instead of twenty eight, it would be a big deal. But I, I I think that at his age and he's and by the way he. He plays a lot of minutes. He plays hard. He's sure. got a good body. It does. It's not. A, it's not hurting him. So I. It's. I don't think it's any different. You got to charge out of sugar before a game. I'm sure that's that's part of the reason you do it. I mean, I. We figured out this week. I drink 500 milligrams of caffeine before every show. Do you really? Yeah, two hundred two quad espressos, um, so that I'm shot out of a cannon to start the show. Now, some people say that's not healthy. Your heart is going to bust out of your chest at some point. I, see, I don't think that's true. I think no, it's, it does. It, it literally, it literally goes now. out. It would, it actually jumps. No, it would have happened by now. Yeah, it would, it would have happened by now. No, sooner or later. It'll sooner happen. or later, it's gonna. <laughs> have have thank you tried you the charged lemonade from Panera? No, that lemonade with caffeine scary. is it caffeine. Yeah, they were saying like it killed people because it has so much caffeine in it. I was really? Like, why would you sell that? Yeah, I mean, like for example, Diet Coke has got about half the caffeine that a cup of coffee does. Mm-hmm. Um, four, yeah, two quad espressos is 500 milligrams. The recommended daily allowance of caffeine is 390 milligrams. So I am about 110 milligrams over. Wow. But I, my heart is fine. I'm all heart, John, all heart. Uh, I don't think anyone's ever said that. I'm throwing a bunch of stuff out there, um, because I want to get off my page for the new year. You know what the Merriam Webster word of the year is? The word of the year. It is, it's never been more appropriate, authentic, authentic. In an era where throwing that word around? stuff is fake, hmm. Sports Illustrated, fake, uh, wrong baseball, fake, artificial intelligence taking over, fake. Also words like deep fake and dystopian are on the T- list. TV sideline reports, fake. Fake, exactly. So authentic is a big thing because you don't know what you can trust anymore. We don't know. And and I know sports is not, you know, this is fun and games department, but bad leads, bad reports, fake reports, all that kind of stuff is is bad for what we do and what you guys all follow. So authentic is a very appropriate year. And I don't, and I joked about Sports Illustrated earlier, I won't ever trust Sports Illustrated again. Will you? They fired everybody. Correct. So I think that... And they have robots willing, writing their stories. Well, if... if No, but I mean, they fired everybody who, who let the robots write the story. They fired their entire upper management. Did they really? So I think you have to have a... Uh, let's all give them a chance. Because I've been a Sports Illustrated subscriber since I was in high school. Is it, do you still get it? Just digitally. I don't get, it, I don't get a copy of the magazine. No, I get it house, for free. Do you not get it for free? I don't. Oh, okay. You pay. I stopped reading Sports Illustrated when Rick Riley was no longer writing for them. He's great. It, it was the only reason I watched, read it because I would just flip it over, read the back, read the back, and, and, be done. and that was it. Yeah, like search through it. But Rick Riley has figured out life. I know Rick a little bit. Mm-hmm. He spends six months of the year in Manhattan Beach mm. and six months of the year in Italy. Yeah, that's not bad. And plays a lot of golf. That's not bad. Yeah, if I could trade places with anybody, he'd be on the list. Interesting. Yeah, no, that's a good gig. That's a good gig. All right, uh, coming up next for you. John, I don't know if you realize this or not, 
But the Dodgers are Vegas favorites to land a particular free agent that we haven't talked about. You know who it is? You're not talking about Yamamoto? Somebody else. I'll tell you coming up next. Mason in Ireland, 710 ESPN. Ready, Laura? Whose house? Rams house. There you go tonight. SoFi Stadium. It's all going down. Rams versus Saints. Rams a slight favorite. Winner goes 8-7 and and almost locks up a playoff spot. Very close to locking up a playoff spot, which, uh, you know, a few weeks back was... You know, when they were three and six, we were not thinking playoffs, but this team is running about four out of five. And tonight, a chance to make it five out of six. So, uh, so Ireland, you're going to be uh, home Christmas Day today or this year. Uh, I am. Yeah, we play in Oklahoma City on Saturday night, and then I get back like super late Saturday night, Sunday morning, and then we're home for about four days, and then we go back out. So, the Lakers are tonight. You're in Minnesota. Lakers yep. versus the Timberwolves. Timberwolves, I think, tied for the best record in the league. Is that right? They're a half game behind the Celtics. Uh, Celtics are twenty-one and six. Wolves are twenty and six. Very, very good. Anthony Davis is questionable for tonight. LeBron and Gabe Vincent are out. So, my suggestion earlier, and this is just me talking, I I would take this as a scheduled loss and sit Anthony Davis and let him rest his ankle. I'd have no issue if they did that. Um, Obviously, what we've learned about the Lakers is that when they're healthy and when they're engaged, they can compete with anybody. Yes. And they haven't been either lately. They haven't been healthy or engaged lately. So without LeBron, beating a really good team like Minnesota is super hard. So if they decided, hey, it's a good night, second night of a back-to-back to rest Anthony Davis, we'll roll the dice in Oklahoma City on Friday, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Uh, so I I noticed this. I brought it up with Bergman the other day, and he's like, ah, nah, nah. So that's what I do for most. Of yeah, this. that's what. You're, nah. So uh, here's the Vegas odds: Josh Hader next team, if not the Padres. Dodgers first at twenty three to twenty, and the Rangers second at six to five. Josh Hader as a Dodger is an idea that I absolutely love. Now Bergman says he's not as good as his numbers suggest. His stats suggest, but he's still a very good pitcher and can get a lot of strikeouts. But, John, I think you'll agree with this. He can be a little roller coaster. Well, he's yeah, he's got a little Kenley Jansen in him that every every time he's out there, it's an e-ticket ride. But he's left-handed and he throws 100 miles an hour, so I would welcome him in if uh, if if he signed with the Dodgers. I think it would be a good thing. Yeah, he's, I think it would be a great signing. So he's 29 years old, so he's not he's not too old. But at the same time, what's the deal? You don't want to give guys a, a ton of years. I think he's going to want a long contract and a, a lot of money. Con- I don't think I a do. Long no, contract. most relievers don't get a long contract. Mm, I think he is going to want a long contract because he believes that he is the best closer in the game, and he and he was for a very long time, but. He he left Milwaukee because they wanted Devin Williams to be the guy that the, to be the closer right. there. He got passed over. Then he was not doing. He was fine in San Diego. I think Slee and Kaplan are a little disappointed in what he brought to the Padres, and he didn't want to play all the time. I just think he's going to be somebody that's going to be too expensive for what we want. So last year he made fourteen point one million dollars, which is the most he's ever made. He's probably so- going to want more. Yeah, more, but I mean... He, he can want whatever he wants. He doesn't necessarily mean he's going to get it. Right. I mean, I think the Dodgers back of the bullpen, jo- add Josh Hader to that, and I, I think you're shortening games. And I think especially on a team where the rotation is a question mark right now, 
it's it's kind of Bobby Miller and Tyler Glass now, and who knows. Um, one way to deal with a starting pitcher pitcher issue is to load up on relievers for the back end of your bullpen, and if you can shorten games, you have less pressure on your starting rotation, Bergman. Okay, so there's a trade rumors, MLB trade rumors. They have what he's haters wanting or okay, asking good, for. Good. Six years, $110 million. That's about $18.5 million a year. Done. Done. Six. Yeah. You won't. You don't want to give a starting pitcher seven years, but you're going to give a reliever six. Wh- which Which has better durability, a starting pitcher or I a would reliever? much rather have the starter. The starter in that situation. Give me the guy that's coming. I, in we have Evan Phillips. Innings. We still have Evan Phillips, who was great in the in the back sure. of the end of the bullpen you last year. You cannot get enough good relievers. You. It's just you cannot get enough of them. John. You don't ever want to give long contracts to pitchers in general, but you want to give a long contract to a reliever. No. I. Well, what's a long contract, Greg? I'd give him two, three years top. He. He wants, he wants six years, wants 110. Six. No way. So he wants yeah, like 17 you. a year. No it's way. 18. A 18 little over a year. 18 a year. Not yeah. signing a reliever for more than three years. I don't think he'll get that. But I think I, he will. But I do think that the Dodgers are a live play for him. Sure. But I don't think they're going to do it for six years and $110 million. No. If, relievers, bullpen pieces are year to year. What you have at the beginning of the year is never what that Unless is Unless it is a really great bullpen piece like Josh Hader. Yeah, but, okay. Right now, next year, he might not be that guy. Relievers are so random. I never trust relievers. And I would not give six years to any reliever. And I don't think that Andrew Friedman would either, by the way. Yeah, I mean, the number. you say the numbers are lies. I mean, he, he no, was two and three lies. with a buck seventy six ERA last a buck twenty eight ERA. I mean, I mean, I think that stats tell you only part of the story. And like John was just saying, he's a roller coaster. He he's a lot. It's he a lot. Four form. saves, thirty three of thirty seven. Yeah, but he also allows a lot of guys on the base paths. Right. It's it's you know same thing. Kenley Jansen used to do all the time. Oh, Kenley but, Jansen is still closing out there. Right. But I mean, that's what you. Not closing that's, for the Dodgers. that's what you. Oh God, no! We could have used Kenley Jansen. Uh, I I love. I'm always a big Kenley Jansen fan. Um, but I, yeah, I think that one of the things to look at as we move through the holidays and Dodgers start signing guys or potentially signing guys, that adding to the bullpen is a way to lessen the uh, reliance on a starting rotation, which they really do not have together at least yet. Um, all right, so I am going to go to the Rams game. Uh, and so I'm going to duck out early here. Uh, it is uh, going to be nuts over there. Traffic, if you're driving, be careful for the rain. Uh, wishing everybody an absolutely uh, fantastic Christmas uh, with family and friends and all that stuff. Thank you for being there all year long for us. We appreciate you. And we are back January 2nd at full strength here on 710 ESPN. All right. Uh, hey, if you get into an accident... With a commercial van or truck, uh, an 18-wheeler, do not try to deal with the insurance company on your own. Trust me, the last thing you want to do is accept the first offer they call you with the next day. Because, see, these commercial drivers got special licenses to operate those vehicles, and they got to log their daily activity with their employer. So if you're injured in an accident caused by an 18-wheeler or a commercial vehicle, you got to call Jacob. My friend Jacob and his team know what to look for, whether the driver had driven too long without a brake or the load he was carrying was unbalanced. So many ways for Jacob and his team to hold the commercial vehicle company responsible and by doing so they're able to get you the medical care and the settlement that you deserve not the one the insurance company wanted you to accept 12 hours after the accident happened call jacob 844-24 jacob 
That's 844-24-JACOB. 844-24-JACOB. Or remember... Accident. Or injury. Call Jacob and Ronnie. Call Jacob. CallJacob.com and make sure you're following Call Jacob on Instagram. Right now, go to at call.jacob for a chance to win tickets to an upcoming Lakers game. All right, coming up next for you, what's up, fool? Then game of games. It is Ireland and Bergman and Laura the rest of the way. Merry Christmas, everybody. Go Rams, 710 ESPN. We'll just say that what's up, fool, is brought to you by. <laughs> <laughs> you're just going to. There's no, there's no, there's no, there's no, so there's no so you're just going to win it. <laughs> We're just going to go ahead. Boy, I think we, we are, found it. We oh, are we stumbling to the end of the year, I'll tell you. <laughs> Thanks, Morales. It's just going to be the three of us now, John, me, you, and Lara. So I'll give you something here right now. So I saw this on Twitter. Is Zeke's Spoon put it out there. Which sports conspiracy do you know that is 100% true? Sports conspiracy. That you believe is 100% true. Hmm. So I'll I'll give you one that I saw that was in the comments that I saw. That the NBA made the logos on the courts bigger so that people like you and the announcers can say, from the logo more often. Um, yeah, I can see that being maybe true. I, the, the one that popped into my head was, I and, and the only reason I know this was a conspiracy theory for a long time is because everybody used to speculate until he came out and confirmed it. Um, Chris Carter, remember Chris Carter yep. was like this hugely successful wide receiver for Vikings. the Eagles? And uh, well, he used to play for the Eagles. Chris and Carter? all he did was catch touchdowns. Yeah, look it up. So the fight. Eagles one day just outright cut him. They just cut him in like the prime of his career. And I couldn't figure out why. And years later, so there was this all these conspiracy theories they didn't get like. And uh, Buddy Ryan caught Chris Carter doing something he shouldn't have been doing. I don't know if he was smoking weed or drinking or like showing up late for practice stuff. Uh-huh. And Buddy Ryan just said, I can't trust him. He's out. And he cut him. And there were all these rumors about what happened. And then later, Chris Carter came out when he got into the Hall of Fame. He came out and said, Buddy Ryan did me a huge favor. I was spiraling out of control. And he basically made me get my life together by cutting me. So that's one that I believe that they cut him for nothing to do with football, just off the field. That's stuff. crazy because I did. I didn't. The only way I know him is with the Vikings. So I, I didn't even realize he was. With yeah, the he Eagles. actually was drafted and started with the Eagles, and the Eagles cut him because he couldn't stay out of his own way, which he talked about later when he got into the Hall of Fame. So two other ones that I fully one hundred percent believe is the frozen envelope with uh, when the Knicks got the number one overall pick for Patrick Ewing. Right. That is a frozen envelope. Totally real thing. I believe that 100%. And the other one is that Michael Jordan left, went to go play baseball because of gambling. Gambling, that's the one I was going to have, yeah. Even though uh, that's not what he just wanted to go play some baseball. He just felt yeah, I won three championships in a row. That one makes a lot more sense. <laughs> right. He, he was gambling. gambling. Just admit it. <laughs> so that's mine. Uh, that, those are mine. Okay. Laura, what do you got? Well, he took the, the Michael Jordan, but... Your question now. It's it's been a day today. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm gonna be You've been fired. here a long time. It's okay. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be fired. Okay, so full disclosure, I also did this one earlier. So I'm just gonna let it know it is recycled. Okay, um, no worries. But I saw an article that was saying that California will be the second state that is gonna be using recycled water. I initially phrased it how I how the headline was is like are you willing to drink toilet water? You know, and the guys were like, wait, what? So my thing is restaurants have to tell you 
that they're using recycled water. Are you guys comfortable enough to do that, to drink recycled water? That's a great question. You know, I've never given this any thought. But if I knew a restaurant used recycled water, I'm not the guy, I'm not, I'm not the person that asks for bottled water. I normally go the other way. Same. Um, but now, if I know, when does that start? They just passed it, so it's like beginning stages, but Colorado has done it. They're the first state, and they are, you know, they implemented it. I think, you know what? I think I would ask for bottled water if I knew. I, and, and, and by the way, the water's probably fine. We probably use recycled water all the time. But now that I know that and I'm thinking about it, I would... Um, I would probably I would probably ask for bottled water. Bergman, how about you? So I think it sounds worse than it actually is because mm-hmm. it's not it's not recycled water after it was used. Yeah, no. Like, so <laughs> no it's filtered, right. So yeah, it's it was just it's recycled water and like when I grew up, I was drinking out of the hose consistently. I still drink out of the faucet every once in a while like in the middle of the night I'll get up <laughs> and drink out of the faucet because oh, no, no. I'm thirsty. No. So uh, no, I think I would drink recycled <laughs> water. I don't think there's a problem with that either. I mean, I'm, if it's I'm, not, it doesn't have anything in it. No, no, no. It, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of legalities that, you know, are going to be in place for this water to be safe. But again, just how the headline read, I was like, oh, hell no. What? Like bottled water all the way. Look at me being the worst person for the planet. But. That's that's what it's, it sounds worse than it actually is. Like they're not pouring the water into the glass and it's yellow. You know what I'm saying? So no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that's part of the issue there. True, true. All right. All right, so I got one. I got one for you, John. If you're okay. there, um, yep. so I just read a report a little bit earlier that the last three years of Zion Williamson's contract are I no longer this. guaranteed. Yeah. This he only, is fascinating. He only played 29 games last year. So if if they want to, I don't think they will. But after the 24-25 season, if they want to waive him and not pay him a thing, they can do that. So, what do you think about Zion? Is he getting close to bust range because he's not really playing all that well this year. It's okay, but if not he great. voids a $200 million contract because he couldn't keep his weight off, I think it it might be one of the first times in the history of sports that it's happened. I mean, he's sick, talented, but I mean, how, Greg, think about it. If I told you you were going to lose everything, you're going to get fired at ESPN LA if you didn't lose 15 pounds. I would be. Wouldn't would be. your your whole life from the time you get up in the morning? Yeah, you're gonna lose everything. You're gonna lose your livelihood, your career, everything. I'm. Wouldn't I'm, it, I'm. It'll be gone in a week. Right. Me too. I don't get it. I, is he trying to get traded? Maybe or trying to get released? But why would you try and get traded? Like that team actually has some talent on it. Brandon Ingram, C.J. McCollum is, is an excellent three point shooter and just a really good player. I don't know why he'd want to leave that team specifically. Can I? I Oh, yeah, go ahead. go ahead, Laura. So I was going to say, can I post a different perspective? Sure. Um, just because as somebody who's dealt with a lot of weight issues my whole life, right? A lot of that, t- a lot of times when you eat or you overeat, it's not necessarily that you don't want to be healthy. Like I always wanted to be healthy, but it's a mental thing, and it has a lot to do with you know stress. So we don't know what like his mental. So Laura, how did you happening. finally? How did you finally deal with that? How did you finally win that battle? For I mean, obviously, I've talked about weight loss surgery, right? But I, I it it worked for me, but it's a lot of work. It was really saying to myself, I'm not gonna make it to 30. I'm gonna die. Like if I don't do anything, I'm gonna die. I'm not gonna make it to 30. And that that was more. So that was me. finally that realization yeah. is finally what kicked you into yeah. into gear. But mm-hmm. go go with what uh, John asked me. If 
ESPN came to you and said, I mean, that they would never do this, but right. you, have, <laughs> you have to be <laughs> clear. Yeah. You have to lose 20 pounds or you're fired and you're not going to be able to, probably not going to be able to work Your again. career is in jeopardy if you don't lose Yeah, you would What would think, you do? Would you go lose 20 pounds? No, I had program directors tell me, you have talent, you have charisma, you have everything to be on air, but you need to lose weight. And Briones was known me for thir- 13 plus years. You're on radio. Uh, yeah, this is before okay. so you know known me for 13 plus years like I tried to lose the weight it wasn't from lack of trying so I'm saying there must be something else than just the overeating and not not losing the weight I don't know if that makes sense I, I think there's a deeper issue there that we don't know about but right to I, yeah I to, just I've know. never I can't remember covering a sports story Greg where a guy's livelihood depended on him actually meeting the weight clause in his contract and he's losing that battle it's it's amazing to me i never thought and he's an unbelievable that. player everybody's rooting for him too yeah but i, I uh, went to go look at his stats and it does, they actually don't because when i saw the story i was like i huh i haven't really heard about zion this year i looked at his stats they're just okay he'll have 12 one game 20 another 14 another game he's like, not the superstar we expected he's, he's not shooting threes and that was a big part of his game when he came in he's just He's just a guy right now. It seems like that has a that's really good around the rim. Is that uh, wrong? Right. Nope. You're right. And uh, I'm I'm rooting for him. But like, if he doesn't lose the weight, he's got nobody to blame but himself. Because I mean, I know that if my whole career was and 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 like Laura says, it may be more mental and it may be more serious. But if my whole career and my whole livelihood was in jeopardy if I didn't meet a weight clause, everything about what I did would be to lose weight. And he's not there yet. So I think right, we, we, we can cut it there. All right, so we'll break. We'll come back. Hey, Greg, can you find some people to play Game of Games? Yeah, I know Funch is here. I can see if Parker Bell wants to play. Yeah, yeah, get a, get a group of people. Uh, Brionis is here. Yeah, let's play Game of Games, and then uh, we'll throw it over to the Rams pregame. Game of Games coming up next. Mason in Ireland, ESPN LA.